Hello, welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I am your host, and this is my podcast. And my guest today is Andy Eaton. She's the founder of the holistic living and travel blog, Wee Wee, like the French word we, and then the American word we. Like, are we going to hang out? Uh, she's also the author of Wonderful, the modern bohemian's guide to traveling in style. She's throwing a retreat in Joshua Tree from April 4th to the 7th, and there are full weekend and day passes available. If you want to go to this beautiful retreat, I actually encourage it. I think it sounds lovely. She talks about it during our conversation. Uh, you can go to her website, forageandwander.com. You can follow the retreat gram at Forage and Wander. And because you listen to this podcast, she provided a special discount code for Alexi fans. It's F-A-W Alexi, and you'll get $100 off. Uh, you can get her book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Check IndieBound.org to find your closest local bookshop. Uh, if you live in Los Angeles, you can get it at Book Soup. Skylight, The Last Bookstore, just to name a few. And for anything and everything else Andy Eaton related, visit her website, weewegirl.com and her Instagram, weewegirl. All right. That's we, like French, like the French we, and then we, like, uh, hey, are we going to hang out? Just to reiterate, uh, girl for the website and Instagram. Anyway, oh God, you guys, um, between Insta-storing too much, uh, my body adjusting to getting back on Zoloft, which I am loving, and uh, you know, Real Housewives of New York, Beverly Hills, Vanderpump Rules, it's been a wild, fun week. I feel great. I actually feel great. Um, I'm cooking. I don't know what's gotten into me. I think I've suddenly found a balance. I want to share my secret with the world. I, I'm serious. I know I sound like I'm being sarcastic. Um, but like, man, has 2018 and uh, 2019 been a learning experience for me to the point where I think uh, I've gone through a bunch of growing pains and now, now I'm adjusting and I might have just adjusted too a calm, happy, balanced individual. That's what I'm creepy crawling towards right now, which I think I've, I've just only achieved this week, which I feel great about. Um, hanging out with friends. I have my relationship. I'm hanging out with all my girlfriends. I'm hanging out with my guy friends. I'm, uh, you know, going on walks. I'm having drinks with friends. I'm just, I'm, I'm working I'm uh, I'm just I'm balancing all the things that I think uh, is important for one to balance in their life, and sometimes you lose track, and then you got to get back on track. So, uh, yeah, I had a beautiful girls' night in gathering um, last weekend. Now, I used to throw these gatherings called these get-togethers uh, for girls only, called Girls' Night In. And it's not to be confused. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Not to be confused with the very recent, uh, you know. Uh, brunch or no nighttime party that they throw on at sir uh which you can watch on vanderpump rules it's not there's no dj it's not some wild party but it's just a a gathering for women basically in a living room it's really mellow i should just call it a living room hang uh where you know a, a group of girls get together and make it make themselves a drink it's an opportunity to make friends if you're new to Los Angeles. And it just basically it's like an Al-Anon meeting or some kind of like uh, 
secret meeting for women to talk about their feelings and what they're going through so everybody can kind of like connect and feel less alone and be like, oh, you're going through that too? Oh, you feel bad about this or that? Oh my God, so do I. Oh no, it's fine. No, no, you're going to be okay because I went through that too. And yeah, so I had this gathering. I hadn't done it in about eight months or maybe nine months. I don't know because I was like, oh, I'm just kind of burnt out. There were a lot of energy. I wasn't sure if anybody really wanted to go. Just I just took a break and I, I've gotten back into it. And it was last weekend was such a beautiful night. I posted pictures and some videos on my Instagram at Alexi Wasser, if you must know. And uh, yeah, go check it out. I've been very addicted to Instagram this past few days. I did a whole like cooking segment. I don't know what's gotten into me, but it was, uh, you know, I had a drink and I decided to make chicken. That's on there too right now. Anyway, um, but yeah, the night was such a hit and it was so cozy and it was such, it's such, such a simple idea. And uh, I just, I'm always blown away by how open the girls are to being vulnerable, sharing their feelings, listening to other girls share their feelings, being so nice and kind and like exchanging information and becoming friends. Like girls have gone on to be, to be like start bands like start bands with other girls or like they still hang out to this day. Like they've gone off on their own and become really good friends. They leave me in the dust, which is fine. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And uh, so I'm going to continue doing it. And uh, the next one is going to be Saturday, April 27th from 7 to 10 PM in Los Angeles. It's either going to be in West Hollywood or Eagle Rock, just so you guys have more details. It's $25. If you want to buy your ticket to secure your spot, just Venmo at Alexi Wasser. Venmo $25 to at Alexi Wasser. Include your Instagram handle, your telephone number. And uh, I say set that uh, Venmo exchange to private to protect yourself. Um, it's a smart smart thing to do. And then I hope to meet you. I hope to see you there at the next Girls Night In. Uh, I've been doing a bunch of big sister sessions and... Uh, that's been really fun. So Saturday and Sunday was just like a weekend filled with like talking to people very intensely about feelings and fulfillment and life and love and, you know, and that's my favorite thing in the world to do. So I had like three big sister sessions on Sunday, the day after Girls Night In. And now I'm giving big sister sessions to men. And if you're wondering what a big sister session is, well, thank you for asking. A big sister session is like, basically it's like a therapy session where I serve as your therapist, but you know, I'm, I mean, I'm, uh, I just like to call myself the big sister you never knew you needed or wanted. Just the big sister, your new big sis. That's me. And uh, and I, uh, it's all they're all done via Skype. And you can click the link in my Instagram bio uh, to make an appointment. Uh, at, again, at Alexi Wasser on Instagram. But if you need a weekend or a nighttime uh, Skype appointment, just email me directly, and we'll figure it out. But uh, I used to not give big sister sessions to men. But I've lifted that ban, and uh, there's so many nice young men who are getting, you know, that I'm, I'm uh, counseling, for lack of a better word, I suppose. And it's just, it's made me just really believe in people, and just I have such a new faith in people because everybody I'm talking to is so lovely with such a willingness to like grow and learn and be better. And everybody's so emotional about things, and they think so deeply about what's going on in their life. and. And uh, it's just a reminder that we're all like really, um, everybody's struggling with something and everybody's just so focused on their own life and, you know, whether it's romantically, whether it has to do with like romance or 
friends or family, like everybody's just going through their own stuff and uh, wants a nice life for themselves. So it's nice to be able to kind of hold somebody's hand through it and you walk away with, at the end of a session, you walk away with like, you know, uh, like tools and things to do to, uh, to get through whatever it is you're getting through. Action tools, action steps uh, that I leave people with. And uh, action steps, wow, where did that come from? Anyway, that's a phrase I rarely use, but I, I didn't know how else to describe it. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. And uh, what else can I tell you? I have a lot of wonderful guests coming up. I am going to do an, uh, an episode where I just dedicate the entire episode to reading your emails. Um, so send emails to dearlovealexi at gmail.com. If you want to advertise on the Love Alexi podcast, please feel free to do so. Send advertising inquiries to dearlovealexi at gmail.com. Uh, the Love Alexi podcast is a listener-supported podcast. It's an independent podcast, so if you want to support the show, uh, you can do that by, well, first of all, subscribe on iTunes, rate the show, leave a comment. I read all of the comments. I love reading the comments. Uh, I just did that this past weekend as well. Uh, so thank you, everybody, who leaves a comment. Uh, and uh, and you can also uh, you can donate to the show via Venmo at Alexi Wasser. Uh, any donation is appreciated. It helps me buy equipment and, you know, just be able to take the show on the road when I've got, I just, it's just very helpful. And, uh, that's it. That's all I have to say. I'll see you on Instagram at Lexi Wasser, and I'll see you next week on another episode. And until then, please enjoy my conversation with Andy Eaton. Hello. Hello. We're recording. Are we working? We're working. And if it goes out at any weird point, I'll just, uh, just fix it. I'll just grab your mic and it'll be, it'll be like we're okay. in a band together. I mean, okay. you know, we're on the road with one mic. <laughs> right. Okay. Andy Eaton. That's right. I can't believe this. Um, <laughs> okay. So to, for the backstory for everybody listening, because we're going right into the podcast. Is that okay? Of course. Um, you have beautiful eyes. Thank you, as do you. Takes one to know one. Okay, <laughs> okay. Oh, but uh, you sent me this beautiful I book. Did, yeah. It's, it's called Wonderful, mm-hmm. The Modern Bohemian's Guide to Traveling in Style yep. by you, Andy Eaton. By me. And uh, I remember you sent me this book. I got it when I went to my post office box. The, yeah. the day I was leaving, I was like, it was December 12th I received it. I remember because I was running a bunch oh, of you errands. you know the date. I do because oh I, was, I was running a bunch of errands because I was on my way to, I was going to... England for the first time. I was my boyfriend and I were going to go to England because I was going to meet his family for the first time. It was yeah. our Christmas trip, so I was just doing all my errands. I was like, I wonder if I got any mail at the PO box before I go. And then mm-hmm. I got your book, and I was like, I was so excited. And Yay. then, and then, uh, <laughs> and so now I'm glad we're finally here. It's yeah. 2019 in February. We're sitting down here. And yeah, we're, we're talking. So where are you from? Where'd you come from? Um, okay, so I'm from New Orleans. Yeah, um, I live in Nashville okay. presently. Yeah, but New Orleans is really my home. Don't tell all my Nashville friends I just said that. I won't. New Orleans is my home. But you're just, and you're just in LA for how long? Just a couple days. Just a couple days. What are you doing in LA for a couple days? I have a retreat coming up in Joshua Tree. I'm out there quite a bit. You are? Yeah. Wait, what's this retreat? It's um, for creative women who want to expand their intuition. Wait, and you run the retreat? Yeah. Oh my God. This is our first one we're doing in Joshua Tree. How much does it cost for people to go? It cost, well. Is that rude? Sorry. Where do we go to find out about it? Okay, well, yes, let's talk about that right away. Um, So it's called Forage and Wander. Forage you can go to all my stuff, like my blog or my Instagram or any of those things, and um, get all the information there. Yeah. So my Instagram is wee wee girl o u i w e g i r l. 
if you went there, you would get all the information. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's so it starts for locals to Joshua Tree. It starts at four ninety nine. Wow. Um, for women that want to stay in the retreat house and just like go real deep, real fast, it starts at um, eight fifty nine. And that's a. For the entire pack? For the entire thing. How, how many days? It's four days. Four days, and that includes, and the higher price includes accommodations. Yeah. And is there food there and stuff? Yeah. Like, we have a chef on site, so it's like all meals, um, two yoga classes a day. Oh, my God. Workshops during the day, so we're doing, like, um, all sorts of, like, intuition-expanding workshops and, yeah. like, creativity workshops, and then we're hiking, and then we're um, going to the Integratron, which is... Oh, I've been there. Yes. Oh, okay, my so God. Cool. So, that- yeah, it's like... It's like really just like about like getting real deep real fast. Getting real deep real fast. Yeah. Okay, but I want to go back to that in a second. So that's why I'm in town. Well, that's why you're in yeah. town. Oh, because you you came here first, and then you're gonna you're gonna drive I'm, to Joshua Tree. I'm, yeah, I'm working on some stuff for the retreat. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna, yeah. we're gonna unpack all of that in a second. Okay. But first, you brought me a gift, so I want to open this gift. gift. Thank you for my gift. You're welcome. I wanted to make sure I opened it while we we're recording because okay, cool. I like everybody to be part yeah. of the experience. Oh my god. You have your own line of lip no, gloss? No, it's not my line. Oh. Isn't it funny, though, that it's like, yeah. that it's kind of my name? Yeah. Um, it's called We For... Oh, it's We Who Makes This? It's actually a friend of mine's brand, um, but I, it's a clean beauty brand, so... Are they usually dirty? Um, yes, kind of, yeah. I think they're usually dirty. This one's clean, and it was called Cosmic Brownie, and I just felt like that kind of like spoke to your... You. Oh bit. my God. And it's my color. Yeah. It, you totally I, get me. Totally. I, get I was like, all. you know, I know, I know what like blue eyed girls look good in. Yeah. You know? Oh my so. God. And it smells so nice. Yeah. Oh, it smells so nice. And it's like that. What's, what's, what do you call this color? It's kind of like. It's like. It's like a I, dusty rose kind yeah. of, but like almost a mocha, but still a little bit dusty yeah. rose vibe. Yeah. So it's my friend's brand, and I don't think she intentionally stole my name, but... What an asshole. Just kidding. <laughs> she did. I know. It's just kidding. I'm, I'm trying like, not to be so negative. Minute. No, this is great. Does it look nice on me? Yeah. Oh, my does. God. Okay. It looks great. Feeling very cute for you. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're oh, welcome. God. You know what? You already sent me the book. You didn't have to give me anything. Well... But I love gifts. I know, you know, I know how to like... <gasps> Show up in a place, you know? Palo Santo! Yeah. I love this. One of my girlfriends for my birthday the other day, I was out of town. Yes. We'll talk about that too, because it was like a little two-hour drive outside of LA where I went. Mm-hmm. With my boyfriend surprised me on this like kind of day trip, overnight stay at this place called... Uh, oh, God, I know you'd love it. It's called... Mm, Skyview Motel. Yes. And it's in Los Olivos. Oh, no, Los oh, Alamos. Yeah, yeah. Los yeah, Alamos. Yeah, yeah. So we, we went there and my girlfriend stopped by while I was out of town and she like left Palo Santo at my doorstep because she knows I'm obsessed. Good I'm, vibes. Yeah. And thank you because I needed, I need as many sticks as Palo Santo yeah, as possible. Yeah, you should always just kind of have a couple with you. Yeah, because they make everything just like they smell. I don't like sage. No. Yeah, I don't like sage. I like... Uh, I don't know. I just don't like the smell of it. So I like yeah. that Palo Santo. Okay, is good. Like I'm glad that mint. that's not sage it's, then. It's mint and <laughs> woodeny mint, cozy, cozy smell. So. Yeah, it totally is. Thank you very much. And then there's one more little tiny oh. thing in there. Oh my God. Jesus. <gasps> so that is citrine. This is citrine. Yeah. So right. it's for like, it's, it's a, just basically like a mood lifting crystal. It but is. But it's also for creativity mm. and like... It's like a sacral chakra crystal, so it's like just really. What's a sacral chakra? So like, which one is that? Because I'm so always like dealing here. with this. So that one's underneath my belly button. Yeah, well, we're wearing kind of similar outfits too. I know. We're, we're both like wearing the same. white pants. <laughs> we're both kind of expo- exposing our belly buttons. Yes, which is we are. Very cute. Yes. Um, I okay. actually had on a striped shirt this morning, also, and then I was like, I'm freezing, and I put on a sweater. You look very cozy and cute. Yeah. Um, 
Wait, so what do I do? So citral, citral, citrine, citrine. citrine yeah. And you put this on what chakra is that? Your sacral chakra for creativity. So like okay. if you were trying to like create a baby, that would be one thing you would use it for. Oh, but if wow. you just want to like call in like feminine creative energy, yeah. it's just like creation in the body. I love And just this. like happiness, like just like good vibes. That's a pretty shape It's a good too. one to like, just like keep keep on your person. You keep know on I mean? my person. I will do yeah. that. I'll keep it like I do. I, I walk around with crystals and it's funny. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll just pop one out and uh, my friends are like, what why do you that? have that baggie yeah. of crystals? I'm like, why wouldn't you? Why yeah. wouldn't you have I a bag know. of crystals? And this is a really nice shape. It's like very like, Isn't it, great? it looks just like, it looks like a diamond shape yeah. kind of vibe or anyway. So there's um, your present. Thank you. for That's yeah. like a really nice <laughs> present. That's not some, sometimes uh I'm always thankful for presents, but when people get you presents that you're like really excited about, yeah, this is shit you need. This is shit I need that makes me feel like very highbrow and like, but also like um, cosmic and ethereal and dreamy, but highbrow. Yeah, which I think is your chic spiritual gal, and that's how I feel. That's your vibe. (laughs) Thanks, because I was looking through your book and I just love how it's like, uh, but it's like very. Okay, you describe your book to me, and then I'll tell you what I like. Because like the little moments in, when you talk about how you're like traveling and you're, you're off the beaten path and stuff like that, yeah. and and but it's all meant to be. You even use terminology I love, like effortlessly. Wait, do you say effortlessly chic somewhere? Do in I? There? Maybe that yeah. sounds like something I probably yeah. said. Effortlessly chic destinations, which yes. is like a phrase I'm all. I'm always trying to be like you know the I don't care, but I do care. Look, effortlessly right. chic. Blah, blah, blah. Totally. How do you describe your book to somebody at a party who's asking you what your book's about? Yeah. Okay. So whenever I meet someone at a party that's asking me about my book, Mm -hmm. I would say it's a women's guide to road tripping, um, specifically focused on artistic and off the beaten path destinations around the US. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it has um, packing lists. It has books to read. It has um, records to play to like get you in the vibe of your trip before so, you go on your trip. Oh, so you want to set a vibe. You're setting a yeah. vibe as you go. Yeah. And then where did you go in this book? In the, like, where did you go? Yeah. So I spent, I guess, about six months road tripping working on this book. You did? Which was kind of the coolest job ever. Yeah. You, you, know? should, you should get paid to do this? Yeah. You did? <laughs> Who paid you to do that? What a dream. The, the publisher. Yeah. So, oh, my goodness. So yeah. you presented yeah I got like a book deal tell me how like okay let's just start from the beginning okay so what were you doing before this book came to be yeah. and then how did this book come to be okay. and then we'll talk about the so, money and the book deal okay let's see let's back up mm-hmm. so I spent like I don't know 12 years of my like grown-up life working in corporate America in the beauty business I worked for um I worked for the company Aveda okay so like Ayurvedic beauty brand I loved my job yeah. I never didn't love my job um in 2014, I started, well, I had kind of a, a little local fashion blog that I was doing in New Orleans in like 2012, 2013. In 2014, I quit my job, saved up like enough money to like have a summer to travel. Um, and so I moved to Spain. I moved to, I like lived on the Mediterranean coast. You did? I like full on manifested a free house to live in. So when people are like, you just moved to Spain, I was I didn't have to pay for like the house. I had like a friend who had a house there. Yeah. So I did that. And when I was there, this idea kind of came to me that I wanted to shift my little fashion blog that I had to a travel blog that was specific to female travel. And that spoke to kind of the girl that was like me. So I had the idea for the book 
in the in the meantime, I was writing um, a history book of fashion in New Orleans because that's where I was from. Oh wow! Um, which I did not get a book deal to do. I basically like had a. Um, a regional publisher that was like, if you want to do this, we'll support you. So I did that book first and it was great. And I learned a ton. I was at a party in New York right when I got back from that four months in Spain. And I had this idea in my head. I, um, it was a, like a wedding, like a reception. So I'd had enough champagne to be like, I am ready to talk about my idea. Yeah. And there was a girl there that I met and she had just written a book with a great publisher and I told her about this idea. And she, by, by the time that party had ended, she was like, I need to set you up with my agent. I need, you need to write this book. And I was like, yes, I do. And oh I had a God. meeting before I left town and then started working on the book. Got a book deal. Oh, my God. So that's kind of how it went. <laughs> you're back from Spain. Back wedding from Spain. reception. Mm-hmm. And you're going, you're going back to New Orleans after the wedding yes. in New York. Yes. And then you met with the person before you went back to New Orleans? Yes. I met with her agent before, who's who's now my agent. Who's the agent? Her name is Kim. She has this great, she works at a great agency out of New York. And she's, she's my, she was like my agent start, I guess that was 2015 is when we first started working on the, the time, like the creating the whole like pitch. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um. She worked with me and like coached me through getting the whole pitch. I mean, I had the idea in my head, but I hadn't, I hadn't written it down. When you say pitch, you mean like a, like proposal? Yeah. So you write the proposal. Right. And let's unpack that for, for women or anybody listening who are like, how does that work? So you write yeah. the proposal because you have your agent. She tells you like, great idea, but now you need to do what people right. need to do in order. And then what meetings were set up and how did those meetings go? Yeah. So we spent probably... I mean, not every day by any means, but we spent like six months just bouncing ideas back and forth around how this would look because the idea that I had was a female road trip guide um, speaking to all the things that got me excited about traveling, like the, the books and the packing lists and the artistic destinations. But I didn't have destinations picked out yet. I wasn't sure if it was going to be U.S. road trips. I just wasn't sure. I just kind of had the big picture idea. So we bounced ideas back and forth for six months, like things that she, like she, she would bring to the table things that she thought were kind of hot in the moment and publishing, like things we should be thinking about. I was bringing to the conversation things going on in travel that I thought would be interesting. And during that time, we, we built out, I mean, it's like putting together, um, it's like, you know, like a college thesis kind of, like it was like putting together a mini book. Like it was, 40 some pages long with like visuals and like chapter examples and market the marketing plan wow. like all the stuff that when she finally went to the publisher which Abrams is the publisher I ended up working with they could get the whole picture of what it was going to be about what it was going to look like um, how I write how we were going to sell it like all who I who I know in the world that would support it like, yeah all that sort of stuff. God, I want to see that. Book proposals are so interesting to me. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. so thorough and in-depth. And yeah. I always get uh, overwhelmed by the idea of putting together a book proposal. But I have a, yeah. lot, of, a lot of friends who have done it, and I'm always just so impressed. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a pretty... It's a, um, I'm working on a, a new book now, which won't come out until, gosh, probably 2021. And that proposal I spent like a year on. Really? Yeah. It's just like there's so many edits and then there's so much like taking in what's happening in the world and like thinking about what, what will connect to people and then looking at what, what's already out there and like what's where the holes are and 
all that sort of stuff. Where the holes are like what what space needs to be filled that yeah. hasn't filled yet. Oh yeah. wow. Which is why this book ended up being um US road trips. There's a lot of kind of like just road trip kind of journalistic, like uh, journal type road trip books out there. But there was not really anything that we found that specifically spoke to the beauty in this country. Yeah. And um, this, I was working on this during the time that the craziness of the election was going on. So in 2016 is when I was working on this. And um, there's a lot of national park coverage in this book. And like, that was really important to me that I was like telling the story of like the beauty of what we have here. So just to keep reminding people, like, we don't want to fuck that stuff up. Yeah. Um, so that was, it was a weird kind of place because I was like, man, I, I'm, like, really stressed about what's happening in this country, but I also want to talk about the beauty and, like, the small businesses and, like, the mom and pop people that are just, like, have always been here and are doing amazing things. And um, so that's why we decided it should be U.S.-specific road trips. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So you, you build up the proposal... You give it to them, and then they give you a chunk of money to do the mm-hmm. thing. But yeah. that's probably specific to this project, too, because it's like, I need the money to travel, right? right. Yeah. So, yeah. so in is- the pitch, there's like who I'm going to hire to photograph it and who I'm, um, you know, all the little kind of components that are going to go into it. So there's, there's not a budget plan that they see, but they've got an idea of like what it might cost for you to spend the time and you know, to make it all happen. So yeah. And do they cut out a fee for you too? So you can like live your life, you can live? Yeah. You can like buy food for yourself? Yes, pretty much. Like they pretty much give you the chunk of money and then you decide how you're going to like... Allot it. Allot that money. Oh, wow. So if you remember in Sex and the City when Carrie got the book deal and she's like, I spent my my advance on shoes. Like she could do that if she wanted. Oh, no. You can spend your advance on shoes. And she bought... uh, Didn't she... Oh, no. That was after Burger. I was going to say she bought Burger a, a shirt, but that was later when Maybe there was, like, was a, a French deal. Which, yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I'm way too into Sex in the City. But uh, Yeah. So, so I could have spent it all on shoes, but I didn't. I spent it all on tra- on my travels and then hiring a couple of different friends of mine to work with me on photogra- like the photographs and all of that. And how long was the road trip for? Like... I was traveling in full, like, about six months. And I was going six in and months. out. Like, I was, like, going out and doing... Um, the tri- like parts of the trips, like some of the trips. So there's nine road trips in the book. Um, I didn't do them all exactly as they're written. Like there were places that I spent more time. There were places that I um, cut out, like I had to inevitably cut out because there's only so many pages you can put in the book. The longest I was out in one like stretch was I did um, like, I think it ended up being 28 days Um and I did that one with my boyfriend, which was really amazing because oh, wow. um, he was able to travel with me. And we did a part of the kind of Western part of the country that ended up being divided into like two different trips in the book. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so six months in total, I was like coming in and out of like going out and traveling and then going home and writing a chapter and then going out and traveling and then going home and writing. And where did you go? So kind of all over the country. Tell the trips everything. that like ended up being in the book. Um, Are you still with the boyfriend? Yes. Oh, this is great. He's just like the most beautiful human on the planet. Aww. I love him so much. Um, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. he's his, There's one little picture of him in here somewhere. Oh, yeah. Find it. Um, let's find him. What's your secret to a great relationship? Well, 
we could do a whole a whole other that, podcast. Right? But yeah, okay, but there he is in the in the rearview mirror in this picture on page oh, twenty. Cute. There he is. Oh my goodness! So you have a cool. The, oh, you got a so cool. Hip. Yeah, bohemian cool boyfriend. Yeah. Aww. He definitely didn't know we were taking that picture. A he doesn't have a mustache right now either. He just happened to have one for a short time. Oh my goodness. And you know, whatever. So you guys traveled for 28 days together? Yeah, we did. It was super fun. How long have you been together for? We've been together for four years. Oh, that's so nice. What is the secret? Really off the top of your head, just off the top of your head. Um, okay. Off the top of my head, I mean, as like cliche as it sounds, communication. Like we literally talk about everything. Yeah. About everything. But I'll tell you this, when we met. We were both traveling when we met. Like, we met and, like, okay, so here we are. We, like, meet and we're, like, I'm so into you. I'm so into you. Okay, I'm not going to see you again now because we're both traveling people. Where are we going? So he, I was, I was just traveling for, I was, like, working on this stuff. Not the book yet, but, like, my blog stuff. And I was just tra- in the world doing, doing things. And he is a touring musician. So he was traveling and doing that. Um, so literally our first dates, like maybe the first six, six or eight dates were us like meeting up places out in the world. Yeah. Um, which meant that we had to like be real, like honest and real, real fast Yeah. because it was like, we couldn't play any games. Cause I'm like, if I'm getting on a plane and I'm going to meet you somewhere, you better be real honest with me about what this is about. Oh my God. So I mean, our first like six months of being together was like that. Like we just would meet up places in the world and like spend time together. Um, so yeah, I mean, communication, you know, just like, I don't know, like really, really being open to understanding what the other one has going on. Yeah, We do a lot of just like that sort of checking in, like all the freaking time. Oh God. Like Holy what's shit. happening in the world with you? Like, let me just listen and be there for you. Yeah. And... Oh. Vice versa. That sounds so, so nice. Yeah. It's, oh I don't know. He's also just like, he's a pretty magical human. And I, like, I think that like, I am, he, he, he was already just so good that I was like, man, I just want to be like real good. Cause this person's so good. Yeah. I want to like not be an insano and just be great in the world have because you, he's like that. Have you been insane in the past? I mean, I don't know what woman has. I know. Me too. Oh, God. (laughs) Yes. I mean, when I met him, I definitely was like, oh, shit. He is like a good soul and like a good human and like does not do crazy people things. And like, okay. So like one of our first hangouts, like not like very first, but like, you know, we were still kind of getting to know each other. I got like real drunk and was like, the next day he was like, I just don't understand like why you would do that. Like you're such a like sweet woman. And like, why would you do that to yourself? Like that was, you know, he had to like hold my hair and I like was throwing oh, up. It was no. terrible. This was the beginning of when you first Very met kind of, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, he's like a good human. And I am like, I'm just like a wild person. Oh God! Well, and he's like holding my hair, and I'm like, well, this doesn't feel that abnormal if I was just like out with a friend. I mean, you know, back <laughs> in that time yeah, period. Yeah, yeah. And also keep in mind, I was in New Orleans, and like everybody's like that all the time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and he was just not like that, and it was like, oh shit, I need to like, I need to like, like Check figure yourself. out what's up. Yeah. 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 I only recently, I, I threw up in front of my boyfriend for the first time recently it's yeah. after almost a year, but yeah, oh God. Yeah. I, I didn't do that again, ever again. You like, did it. I hope I, I never like, do it ever again. Oh God, we went to a party, a wedding and he was wearing like a tuxedo and we left yeah. the reception and it's like, 
we just get out of the lift back to my house and everything was kind of fine. And then mm-hmm. right as the door opens, I like got out of the car and I like vomited in a gutter. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, he was like, he was like trying to hold my hair, but then it like got, it had already gotten in my hair and then it's got on my dress. And then he said like, and this is the funniest bit. I mean, it's not a funny thing, but it is funny. You've got to find the humor and stuff. But then he said that like a man walked by walking his dog mm-hmm. and like, so like I can just imagine that some guy just like out to walk his dog for the evening and then he looks over and there's like a guy in a tuxedo and a girl in a long black silk dress, obviously coming from like a <laughs> wedding or something very fancy. And I'm just like fucking vomiting in a gutter. And then the guy had to go, you know, walk back the opposite way to get back to his house You're and like, his I'm dog. Still here. I cool. was still there. Yeah. <laughs> God. Anyway, yeah, it's not the sexiest. And then he tried to help me. My boyfriend was, he was like, he's like, let me help you. And yeah. I was like, I was like, don't look at me. Like, yeah. you know, I was in the bathtub and then, then he left and I'm like, where do you go? Yeah, How could you, you abandon me? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what do you want me to do? I don't, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. well, do you guys live together in New Orleans now? So we live, so we moved to Nashville. That's where we live now. But oh, New Orleans it. is home. It's where our families are. Okay, but Nashville. we live in Nashville got now. It. Um, and we, yeah, we bought a house there two summers ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, we're like real, we're like, we're like, it's like forever. People love Nashville. Nashville's hip. There's a lot of cool stuff going on in Nashville. One of my girlfriends is moving to Nashville and another girlfriend of mine moved there a couple years ago named Holly. She's a musician and yeah. I just feel like, why? what is the magic of Nashville? So for us, well, he's obviously a musician and he has been touring. He's been on the road for six, six plus years. Yeah. Um doing, you know, other people's projects, like being hired to go out with different bands, working on on all sorts of stuff. And in Nashville, you can make a living. You can work in the studios. You can be at home. Um, and if you are a touring musician, you can go out, do a tour, come home, and there's still so much work going on. Yeah. That there's You have all sorts of options and just great choices. And it's just um, people there are... It's like this weird thing where there's still like this... Um, like Southern charm kind of energy, but people are hustling. So hustling Southern charm. Yeah. I like that. So it's like friendly and everybody wants to support each other. Um, but there's also a hustle. So it's like cool. Cause it's like, you, there's always work happening if, if that's what you want. And Music you can also, work? Or you can also, yeah, what? I mean all sorts of creative yeah. fields. Like I was thinking the other day about one of the things that I love about it so much is that like every one of my girlfriends is doing like my, my like best circle of girlfriends in Nashville is doing something cool. It's their own project. Like whether they are like, like one of my great girlfriends, she's a interiors photographer. Another one, she has a DIY blog. Another one has, um, uh, like a home organizing business and they're all doing their own thing and it's like what their passion is and can yeah. make a living in that city doing it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. God, it does sound magical. Like I want to yeah. go check it out. Yeah. I've just, never been there. Just don't come in the winter because it's real gross. It's but the real spring, gross. Yeah. Yeah. Spring, summer, and fall is beautiful. Real quick, Marfa. I've never been to Marfa. Yeah. Marfa's you, in the book. You go yeah. there in the book. Mm-hmm. Now... I have this weird idea of Marfa mm-hmm. where I get like irritated by the idea of Marfa that I feel like I, I've like, and just so like, tell me if I'm wrong, but I just feel like it's like New York art world people who are kind of snobby have like <laughs> taken over Marfa to make it just like a mini and it's like all, I don't know. And it's got like got attitude. And so it just makes me like not want to go there. Am I wrong? Um, You're not totally wrong. Okay. <laughs> Not totally wrong at all. I'm just feeling like, I mean, there this. is some of that going on there. Um, I actually, so Marfa's in the book and Marfa is super cool. And there's things about Marfa that 
I totally loved. We're talking about Marfa, Texas. Marfa, Texas. In case you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. But but my personal opinion, there's a small town and it's in like chapter two, I think. Yeah. um, Or no, wait. I'm lying. Maybe it's six. it's chapter six. Um, we have the book in between us right yeah. here because we can I'm like where is it in it? here? Um, a beautiful book. I love it. Thank you, thank you. I love it so much. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, this town, Terlingua, Texas. Terlingua, Texas. Yeah. So when people ask me what my favorite destination was when I was doing the research for the book or like the travels for the book, Terlingua is my favorite, and like no one's ever heard of it. It is. So here's Marfa. Yeah. It is like. An hour and a half south of Marfa, it is the strangest little like ghost town sort of place. It's right on the border of Mexico and there's just like beautiful stuff happening all around that town that like just people don't know about. Yeah. Um, it's also right next to Big Bend National Park, which is so beautiful. It's Have like I been there. I think I'd remember probably. It's yeah. um it's one of the like most uh or least traveled national parks, but it's it's massive. There's so you could spend like many many days in that park. Yeah. Um, but the little ghost town, which I talked about in the book in Terlingua, has like little hotels and like little um, theaters and just like all this cute little stuff that you wouldn't know about. And it's like all the same like artistic types of people that you'll find in Marfa, but they're like real legit, real legit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So. Marfa is cool, and there's definitely things to see and do in Marfa, like go see the mystery lights or like go the the little Prada store that everybody takes pictures in front of. It's not even in Marfa. It's like it isn't. It's like forty five minutes away. Is it really a Prada store? It's a it's like a art installation. It's it's that it's like an art person thing. Oh, yeah. it's one of those art. Per- okay, that's yeah. so that's what I'm referencing. Like the, yeah. the, the Prada store. Like yeah, salt, your day. Yeah, it's like it's like a fake Prada store. Yeah. Um, and the whole like story of it is to like tell the story of like uh you know western capitalism and like they put this like fake Prada store in the middle of the desert next to like an actual ghost town that's like very kind of sad and like oh so it's just an art piece and it's actually cool it actually makes sense yeah Yeah. okay but literally when you pull up to it it's just people taking pictures there just instagram Mm -hmm. yeah okay yeah instagram people out there i just need to relax and just go visit mark if i want to and go go to like a trailer like see like go stay in a trailer with like a cute little robe that matches the trailer. Yeah. And like do that. And that's really fun. Um, Are there bars and stuff? Yeah. Lots of bars. There's bars. And How much drinking is happening on all this traveling? Are you, are you trying bars and restaurants and like... <laughs> yeah. I mean, totally. I mean, I'm, I was like checking out all the things, yeah. you know? How so, fun. This is so great. Do you, what, yeah. What, and you said you, you would like... So you, you used to look at like Condé Nast kind of things or traveler books or whatever. Nothing was like kind of filling yeah. the space that you that you wish had been filled. So you, you made your own book and yeah. did your own travels. But like what totally. travel shows inspired you before? Or what, what, yeah. The, yeah. Did you want to do this? I, I mean, I've, when I spent that summer living in Spain, that for... Why'd you go to Spain, by the way? Just because you had the opportunity I really, to. Yeah. I, I was like, okay, I'm quitting this job. And I, this, you know, was like taking this like leap of faith that I, d- I had no idea what I was going to do. I was just like, I know that there's, I know there's things I'm good at. I'd worked for the same company for many years and had moved up and was like, had gotten all the promotions and was like, okay, I'm smart. I can do the things. I just don't know what my thing is. Yeah. Like I know what I'm good at for... For someone else, but I'm ready to figure out what I'm good at for me. What makes you happy? And yeah. Stuff. So I, um, I really just kind of put it out there to like friends and like you know people in my circle and was like, okay, I want to go. 
I want to go away and I want to go write and I don't know where I'm going to do that, but I would, I think it should be in like some European place. And I, my friend of mine was like, you can stay in my family's house in Spain for this, you know, for the summer. Yeah. Um, I get, I'm like forever grateful to him that he was like, please, here's the keys, go to my family's place. So when I was traveling there, I really realized because I was traveling solo a lot. And then I met like one friend um, in Spain, yeah, an American girl who had a Spanish boyfriend. So she could get us around really easily. So she and I traveled together a lot. And I just really realized that there was like this type of traveling that I wanted to do, which was about like connecting to local people, like really local, like not doing the like standard tourist stuff, which is why like a place like Terlingua is in the book. Cause it's like, okay, you know about Marfa and you probably want to go there, yeah. but then you should keep going and find this like really strange, interesting place where it's super local. So I, I wanted to be able to tell those types of stories. Um, so the types of travelers that I was looking to were, um, I mean, I'm so attracted to like artists, musicians. I have a musician boyfriend. Yeah. Sense. Um, fashion designers, like people that were like gaining inspiration from like their experience of wherever like they might live or like they might go to paint or where, you know, that sort of thing versus like what the travel shows might tell you to yeah. do. So I was like scouring, like a lot of the girls featured in the book. Um, at the end of each chapter, there's a story of like a girl who has gone to that same place to get inspiration for her creative life. So a lot of the girls featured in the book, like the girl in the Marfa chapter, she went and spent time there. She's a fashion designer, um, actually based in LA. And she would go to Marfa to, where is she? Little Aza. She's so cute. Here she is back here. Um, she would go to Marfa to get inspiration to design clothing. Yeah. That's her. Um, oh, cute. So that was really like the type of people that I was looking to, to kind of help me decide just in life where I wanted to travel. Yeah. So that's, I was kind of like, okay, if there's a girl like, if I'm a girl doing this, there's other girls like me that want to travel like this too. Where are all the places you went to and, and what were your favorites? Okay. So it's Marfa, Trilingua. Yeah. So Tell me everything. Um, it's the first chapter is um, the PCH. I mean, it's just like... Pacific Coast Highway? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, you got to do it. Big Sur was amazing. Yeah. Ohio, all that good stuff. Where do you say in Big Sur and like how much money are we talking for um, these places? So... The price range for all the places you found. They were, it was... Every place was different. I stayed um, in a cute little like... Not one of the big fancy resorts, and not that anything's big and fancy in Big Sur. Not one of the like. Well, Post Ranch Inn yeah, is like. Post Ranch Inn. That place is. Why is that place so expensive? You know, I don't really know. It's just elitist. They yeah, want to keep. I, yeah. So yeah. I tried to not choose places like that. Yeah. Like we went to the Madonna Inn on the P, on the PCH trip. You know. Like yeah. The Madonna Inn is so cute. Where is the Madonna Inn exactly? It's in um, St. Louis Obispo. Okay. Um, and it's not expensive. It's so it's like a great place to like go with girlfriends. Is that on the way to Santa Barbara if you're going from mm-hmm. Los Angeles? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. on the way to Santa Barbara I think it's or it's past on it. On the way. Is it past it? We'll figure it's it out. It's in the area. It's in the area, you yeah, guys. Okay. Google area. it for yourself in the World Wide Web. Yeah, it's been a while since I did this that road trip. It's yeah. actually the first one I did. Um and then like another place we stayed when we were doing the PCH trip, we did a farm stay, oh, which wow. was so freaking cool. What's that all about? So you like go and you stay on the farm and you can work. 
and like pay your keep by working, or you can like rent the place and like watch the people work. What, where's the farm? So the farm is in um, Santa Margarita, Santa and they've Margarita. got fifty. Um, they have fifty square miles of farm. It's like massive. Yeah. This family that has this farm. I'm like still friends with them. Like Jesus. they were, they were like. I mean, incredible. And they just were like, we just are out here living our life on the farm. That's so incredible. So you could just want to get away from from your life and yeah. go work on a farm go and stay there. Farm. And then do they feed you? Yeah. Like they feed you and they and you have a home and a, like a roof a of your head. Cabin jo- and, and a job. You got a job, roof of your head, and some food. Yep. Amazing. This girl. So there's a girl we feature, I featured um, that we took pictures of. She, okay. So the, she's like this beautiful young little farm woman. Yeah. She was literally the daughter of the farmer. And when we got there the first day, look how beautiful that girl is. She's so beautiful and so happy. How old is she? She's so young. She was a senior in high school when we, when we were out there. Yeah. Yeah. And we literally pulled up and she was taking us to show us how to like do all the farming stuff the first night. And I could not believe it. It was like this, this is like the most beautiful child. And she like works on this farm and this is like her life. Yeah. Now she's like in college and I like stay in touch with her and I like I love her so much and she's so happy she looks so happy yeah and that's near Ojai yeah so it was like we went through Ojai and then went um from Ojai to the farm actually we went to we went to the Madonna Inn next and then we went to to the family farm yeah yeah so we went PCH then um okay then what else did we do um the next one was we did a, a road trip around Florida so like Miami Orlando and then 30A, which is like a stretch of white sand beaches on like the western coast of Florida. Yeah. Um, which was really just like fun, beachy, like girlfriends, you know, girlfriends at, at the beach sort of trip. Yeah. Um, we did a trip through the eastern seaboard of Maine, which is like where the cozy. Kennedys used to like hang out. That sounds beautiful. Where do you stay there? So we, we stayed in like a bunch of different like little like cottage type <sighs> motels. Um, like all along the eastern coast of Maine, just like kind of bouncing all along. So eastern coast of Maine, like uh, price points as far as like staying in places, what's the price range? So one of the places we stayed, um, which was the most expensive, it was in, um, gosh, what was it? Like near Portland, Maine, like out in Cape Elizabeth, which is like the coast um, directly east of Portland, like just this beautiful little beach town that was the most expensive and it was maybe like $500 a night. So it was like, if you're going to splurge, but it was a, um, like an eco resort. They had all sorts of like, like they had like a rabbit habitat and like just stuff like that, that you were like, (sighs) okay, what's happening here? This is really amazing. Well, you went to all these places. What's, what's the next book for about? So the next one is going to, Still have the travel story woven into it, um, but I kind of feel like I, I kind of feel like the next one is like the grown-up big sister of this one. It's like travel as a form of wellness. So rather than doing nine road trips, it's like um, looking at like how you want to feel, like what experience you want to create for yourself, like. Do you, like speaking, you know, back to the retreat, like, do you want to expand your creativity? Do you want to dive into your intuition? Do you want to nourish your body? Do you want to, like, what thing do you want to bring up for yourself? And then it's travel to touch into that touch point. I love that. So it's way headier, but it's like, 
that's kind of how I'm living these days. Like yeah. this was like, I want to go like road trip with my girlfriends. Now I'm like, I want to, I want to like travel and like work on me. So, um, okay. Where do I even, <laughs> wait, have you ever done the Hoffman Institute? Have you ever heard of no. this place? Where is this? the Hoffman Institute? I don't even know where it is. It's Los Angeles and I am on the East coast and it's, uh, I think it's just like, a you go there for like a week and it's some kind of. Um, introspective self-help okay. kind of thing, but that's okay. that's a that's that's another thing. It has nothing to do with any I'll of this. Check but, it out. but I think that sounds so fascinating. But you'd actually like hole up there and then have to do all these like intense exercises to read yourself of like past trauma or yeah. work, work through stuff. So that sounds, sounds kind of interesting. But yeah. uh, but this seems more more fun and happy. Yeah, and, this and is spiritual. like to- this is like fun and happy and like a big part of like what I wanted to share with like the girls that would do this type of travel was like you can do it. Like you can by yourself or with a best friend or with whoever, like go out and like spend a weekend or if you've got longer, a week or whatever on the road and you can do it near your hometown. If like you've never traveled before, like there's like, there's nine trips in here. So like if you live in, I don't know, like the middle of Texas, you can go to a place. If like you live in Arizona, there's like a trip you can get to. You know what I mean? Like I want to do the PCH one. I'm so excited. Yeah, go do the PCH. Yeah, one. after going to going to Los Olivos and uh, wherever I went to. Oh God, Solvang, which is a bizarre place to end oh, up yeah, in. Yeah. I was like, what's why? This, I don't really love that place, yeah. but uh, but yeah, now I'm all inspired to hop yeah. in a car. What do you need? And were there any? And and what do you need to be careful of? Are there any like scary stories or things you ran into? Or to be a, a, a girl on her own traveling seems like it could be yeah. scary. Sure, it could be. I would be scared. Yeah. On. I mean, so I travel solo a lot. Like I, so since doing this book, I've been doing a lot of international solo travel. Um, you know, it's like, you know, it's like if you just use logic, you're probably going to be fine. But like, here's the things I don't do when I travel solo. I don't go places and like carry around expensive shit. Like I don't bring fancy purses. I don't have my camera hanging off my shoulder. Like I don't make it obvious that I'm, I have stuff that you want to take and I, or that I'm alone. Like I just, I don't walk with like my face looking at my phone. Like the stuff that you kind of think like, well, if I was in a big city, I would never do those things because something might happen. Same when you're traveling alone. Yeah. Um, some like really like basic tips. Anytime I'm traveling alone, um, no matter where I'm staying, if I'm coming and going at night, I always just let somebody that's like either at the front desk of the hotel or like the Airbnb host or whatever, I'll just like let them know if I'm like going out alone so that they know to be looking for me to come back. I love that. Um, yeah. Especially if I'm traveling internationally and Wi-Fi is weird, um, I I just did three weeks solo in Bali, which you was did dude, it was amazing. Oh my god! But yeah, every night that I would leave to go to dinner, if I was going to be walking by myself to like go to dinner or whatever, or like riding on the back of a moped with like a stranger that you know. That's how taxis kind of work there. Oh, really? Yeah. Just mopeds? Yeah. How do you know they're the taxi moped or just some lone weirdo you really moped? Don't know. And you gotta like be really mindful to like wow. ask questions and like make sure you're doing it right. Um, but I would I would tell like whomever, you know, like if there was a fr- if I was staying in a hotel, because I was like kind of all over the place when I was there, I would just make sure people knew what I was where I was gonna be. Or to like keep an eye out for me. Because I was alone and I would just make sure they knew that. How is Bali? Is this for the next book or just for fun? Yeah, yeah. a little bit of both. All of it, yeah. Yeah, a bit of both. Um, was it cheap and beautiful? Yeah. 
It really is. It's like my eat, pray, love it, it fantasy. Is, it's so that. Um, yeah. So I went for three weeks. The first week I was just exploring on my own. The second week I went and did, um, I'm kind of like checking out all these different, re- I'm doing retreats, but then I'm checking out or like going to retreats also just to kind of see like what is out there in the world. Cause that's something I'm definitely including in the, in the next book is re- like the idea of retreat travel for women. Um, Cause it's a really good way to travel alone. Like go, go travel someplace and then have your goal to be to go to a retreat. You'll make friends. You'll, you know, do some great stuff for yourself. Yeah. Um, so I did a retreat and then I stayed another week to do some more just solo exploring. And was, um, how much was it? Um, I mean, like the place to stay. I mean, none of my business when I'm asking. No, anybody. you should ask those questions because people want to know yeah. that stuff, you know? Um, I mean, so I stayed in four different, four or five different places over the course of three weeks. Um, the cheapest was I stayed in an Airbnb that was like 25 bucks a night. In it's, Bali? It's really, yeah. Okay. And it was beautiful. It was like... Um, it was like a, a home that had like six like full rooms. Like, you know, you have like your bedroom, your bathroom, all the stuff. And then there was like a kitchen with like a little like maybe two-person staff that like worked at this house and like a pool. And there was like a pool at the house. But it was like 25 bucks a night to stay at the Airbnb. What area is this? So that was in Ubud. Ubud? Ubud, And yeah. is that a good... How do you know the different... I'm so scared of Bali because I feel like I know somebody... Well, I do. Somebody who got kidnapped there. Yeah, you got to be careful. Now... I mean, I think it's it's a really safe place, but you would just need to be mind anywhere you go. You need to be mindful. But how did I? The kidnapping, just like I was like, oh, I can never go there. I'm terrified. Like, yeah. how do people get kidnapped there? I don't know. How do you avoid that? What, and how did she get kidnapped? He got kidnapped. He, oh God! At the airport or something, or oh I don't God. know what happened. Oh God! But so you have to be mindful. What's sketchy about Bali and scary that you have to worry about? I, mean, I didn't really find. I didn't have much. I didn't really have anything that felt scary. Okay. I so I arranged I was nervous when my flight landed. I got in at 1 a.m. and I was very nervous about being a woman getting off of a plane at 1 a.m. in a country that I knew nothing really about. So I um my first two nights I was staying, I because I was landing at 1 a.m. and I'd been fl- I'd been traveling literally for 24 hours to get there. The like this the last flight was it's like a 13-hour flight. It's like so far away. Um so I had, I booked myself like the most expensive place I stayed the whole time was the first two days. So I was like, I'm just going to stay at like a nice resort spa and yeah. like get myself used to being here. Where was that? So That's I stayed um, in Seminyak, which, um, so I landed at the airport. Seminyak is like 25 minutes away. So I just like found a, like a, I mean, when I say most expensive, I think I paid 120 a night yeah. for this like resort spa. Um, but I, I had the hotel arrange a driver for me for the first night. So when I landed at the airport, I knew that it was like a hotel approved driver. Okay. And I ended up hiring that driver to be my driver for the whole three weeks that I was there. How how much did that run you? I would spend about, I mean, and keeping in mind every, I didn't need a driver every day because I kind of stayed in four different places. So I would hire him. For like forty bucks a day That's to take smart. me out on a, on like excursions. So like one day he took me to go see four different temples. Like one day he took me to go see like um, a coffee plantation and to go on this like waterfall hike. Um, and he would he would just like give me a price point. And I think 
uh, part of the thing you can do there is nego- everything's negotiable, but I was yeah. like, it's 40 bucks a day. I would I spend this, this on an Uber to get like across to, town. Totally. You know I mean? Oh, this is fantastic. Okay. So you just have to d- be brave, have a willingness to ask questions. Yeah. And, uh, and then you just figure it out and yeah. be mindful. Yeah. But you are so brave. You know, and when did I become so terrified? I, or, I people say that sometimes, and I'm like, "Am I? Oh my god!" Or are you just a normal person living her life, just throwing yourself out in the world? It is, but it is a brave, cool thing to do. I mean, it, it sometimes. You know what happens though is like when you're doing that type of travel, it's like you you can't not just like feel like a a different surge of self of self worth afterwards because you're like I did I did that yeah I figured out how money like the small things how does money work can I do I know how to count this type of money how do I get a coffee how do I find an ATM if I need it how do I get like I don't know contact solution if I run out like yeah the shit that like we do every day becomes like you do that one thing, like figure out how to work an ATM machine, and you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. I am so smart. I'm, I'm killing so it. Proud yeah. Oh God. Yeah. And you were just traveling for three weeks by yourself, and your boyfriend was off doing his own thing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and that's great. You have a healthy relationship. Yeah. I mean, I like I said, he's a pretty magical human, and you know, I mean, back to that like whole thing about the communication piece. You, you can't have that type of lifestyle and not be like trusting, like real trusting. And I was not a trusting human growing up. Like I like have done all the work to like find my ability to trust, trust people just, you know, from like the childhood shit. Yeah. Like as we all have, like my, I had zero trust muscle going into this relationship with him and had to like develop it really, really quickly. And then also like expect it back because I'm like, I am a woman going out in the world and doing my own thing. And you need to know that like I love you and I'm committed to you and that's like where my head is every single day. Yeah. So we had to find that really early. You had to find it, but you still had to find it. Yeah, but totally. It, it wasn't, but and you just work through the stuff. Yeah, totally. So I mean, all the stuff that comes up for any woman that has just, you know, a, the, the beginning of a relationship stuff. Like, yeah. you know, like the first... Like the first girl that was texting him that I'm like, who's that girl? Like, why is she texting you? Yeah. And he's like, oh, she's my friend. And she's been my friend for many years. I'm like, yeah. it's cool. And I'm like, I don't want her texting you. But then it's like, wait a minute. I need to like, wh- what? what is that that I have going on that is causing me to feel that way about some girl that he's had as a friend forever? Yeah. You know? It's just relationships really, really make you have to walk through all the, all all the stuff because you're forced to look at yourself and your behavior and all the stuff that pops yeah. up. And um. Well, now I'm so excited to go to Bali. Yeah. I really want to go. Uh, it's it's pretty amazing. And I love just, it so much. And the weather's just great. And you can go swimming. And oh, my go, gosh. Yeah. And did you find out about the waterfall situation by just asking the people at like the resort yeah. and, and, and just Google, Google yeah, totally. searching what to do, like temples mm-hmm. and all that? Yeah. And then once I had this um, awesome driver who was like now my, like he's, I love, I loved him so much. He's yeah. like now my like friend. Um, He, I would just ask him like after... His English wasn't, in his mind, wasn't great to me. It was amazing. You're like, it's incredible. Yeah, you understand me. You're telling me everything. Yeah. So, you know, on our first, that first night of him driving me to that first resort, he's like, okay, one of the things I learned about Bali is like, you know, these people drive, that's their business. That's what they do for a living. But there's no Uber or Lyft or any of that. And the taxis are a little sketchy. Not sketchy like you're going to get kidnapped, just like they're going to charge you a ton of money. Yeah. Yeah. 
So he was like, I have a driving business. If you need a driver the rest of the time you're here, you just send me a message on WhatsApp and like I schedule either myself or someone someone in my family to drive you. So I was like, okay. So like the second day I was like, do I still like, is that what I do? Like still like not really sure. And then he messaged me like the second day and was like, just let me know when you're going to need a driver again. Like he was like, I'm serious. You can hire me. Well, now you're my go-to person for travel info. I can't believe it. Now I've got your number in my phone. I'm like, "Uh, who do I talk to in Bali? Yeah. Who's my driver in Bali? Yeah. Oh, I think he's like, literally, I think he messaged me like three or four weeks ago and was like, Andy, I've, I've driven six of your friends since you were here. And they're not necessarily my friends. They're like people I know through like, I don't know, like travel groups on Facebook and stuff. When people are posting, when I see girls like, what do I do when I get to Bali? I'm like, hire my guy. Oh wow. He'll drive you and he'll tell you what to do. This is a reason enough to, uh, to stay on Facebook. Yeah. It's the only reason I'm on Facebook. Yeah. Literally that's it. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, I should delete my account. This is bogus. I'm so sick of Facebook. I don't like how I feel. But then I'm like, no, it it can be very helpful if you use it in the right way. Um, that's the only thing I use it for. Literally, the only reason I get on there is my travel groups, and then um, I do all the Lacey Phillips stuff too. So, oh, you do? So her group, like I love her groups. So yeah. I'm like, okay, what are the girls in that group doing that I need to be seeing? What are the girls in my travel groups doing? That is it. That's my Facebook. What's use. the travel group you're on? So I is use it private. Um, uh, there's a couple. Girls love travel. Is girls really love good, travel. Is okay, a really good one. Yeah, and it's like. For all ty- any girls traveling, like you don't have to be a travel writer, travel blogger, travel. You know, yeah. you can just be a girl that loves travel. It's it. Girls love travel. It's probably my favorite one. For like, literally, you can put in any place you're going, and you'll have like a thousand recommendations from people Jesus. that have done it. Oh my god! Um, so that's fun. I'll be and signing then, up later. Yeah, it's probably the best one. That's the one I would. Yeah. Like you're a woman who wants to just like find something fun to do that's like great for, for. You know, you and your girlfriends, or you by yourself, or you and your boyfriend. Yeah. Girls love travel's a good one. Um, okay, well now tell me about the retreat and how that yeah. came together. So you so you have the the first book, yeah. that all happens. Mm-hmm. You're working on the second book. Mm-hmm. Where does the retreat fall into so this? The retreat kind of so I've been like I said, like I'm doing a lot of just like personal self exploration, like as I'm just like, you know, growing up and like becoming more of like the woman that I want to be in the world. So I really um, just kind of had this like want to be able to bring other women that have the same like I'm growing up I want to like explore more about who I am. I just had this want to bring those type of women together to get to do that sort of work together. Yeah. Um, I was in Joshua Tree last year for my birthday and um the woman that I'm doing the retreat in Joshua Tree with, she lives there. She's an artist and a yoga teacher. She's like one of those like magical humans that like lives in the desert and like teaches art and teaches yoga. Yeah. And just just like this super cool lady. So we were we were like at the pool celebrating my birthday and I was like, this is the thing I want to do. Like we were having like all the, just like all the like life chats. Did you just meet her then last year? I met her. So my boyfriend and her boyfriend had played music. No, my boyfriend and her husband had played music together. Yeah. And they were doing some recording. He has a music studio. Her husband has a music studio in Joshua Tree. So they had known each other for years. And she and I had really just met this past year. Yeah. Even though they were like, long time. The guys had been friends for several years. She and I had just met. And really it was my birthday and the guys had to record. 
And I was like, cool, I'm just going to be kind of like hanging out for my birthday. And she was like, I'm taking you. We're going to Palm Springs, going to the pool for your birthday. Oh, I and love I was like, that. Great. Like, we're going to be best friends. We're in Palm Springs. So where did we go that day? I guess we went to the Ace that day. Yeah. Yeah. And that was our first day ever hanging out. Like, we had met like once or twice before, like at shows or things like that. But she was like, it's your birthday. I like cut my day open to take you to like go on a birthday oh. adventure. So we immediately were like, best friends. I no no fight so with the boyfriend? You got no fight? You like, you, you didn't get mad at him? No. Oh, that's nice. You're so happy and wonderful and light. I mean... And understanding. Good. Yeah. No, he... Why fight? Like, he had he had to record and we were like going there together, but he had work to do that day. Yeah. We had, the, we had so much fun that day. She and I went and like hung out at the pool all day. And then we went out that night and went to some crazy little place in the desert that was totally bizarre. And like, it was like as weird as it... Like the... The bartender just kept giving us like jello shots and there was like a ski ball machine. And then we played Enigma and like danced out of the car. Oh and my God. So then I was just like, I love her. Yeah. We should do something together. And she's like, let's do, let's do a retreat together. So she, so at this retreat that we're doing in April, um, she's teaching the yoga and she's doing like the, some of the, we're doing like drawing as meditation and like watercolor painting at sunset as like a form of like, you know, like introspective, just like be with yourself and like the sunset and like let whatever flow needs, you know, just let it flow. Um, so we kind of just like developed this idea of doing a creativity expanding retreat for any woman that just wants to connect to herself. You don't have to be like a painter or a writer, just like come and like let whatever flows flow. Yeah. So yeah, so that's kind of how it came to be. So where do we find out about the retreat? Just on your Instagram, yeah, the on your website. Forage and Wander. Forage and Wander. Yeah, so you can go to that website, forageandwander.com, or come to my Instagram because I'm just like always on it. Yeah, so, like me too. I'm always talking about what's happening. Um, yeah, and we'll do a discount code for your people. For oh, sure. really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is sure. great. Yeah. But when is so, but the retreat happens when? It's um, April. April. Yeah. April what to what? 4th through the 7th. April 4th to April 7th. Yeah. In Joshua Tree. Yeah. Yoga twice a day. Mm-hmm. Meditation. Yeah. Drawing, watercolor. Food is included. If yeah. you're, uh, what else? Yeah, food is included. We're doing the sound bath at the Integratron. Oh. Yeah. We're doing a day of hiking. There's um, The Super Bloom is going to be going on out in the desert at that time. Like it's just going to be full of flowers. Oh, so we're okay. We're going to do a day of like... If you care about the Instagram moment, like we're going to like go get the Instagram moment yeah. in like the desert at the park. So yeah, like all of those things. How many spots are open? So we sold about half of it. So there's like six spots remaining. It's a it's a small like it's like an intimate group. Like, like we're doing like twelve people. Twelve people. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay, so this is all just now happening. This yeah. Is very exciting. Yeah. And the retreat house. So, like, if you're the type of person that like wants. To be a little more private, there's like you can book a private room, or if you like want to be with a bunch of other girls, there's like a dorm, like a fun slumber yeah, party. Totally, I love this. Yeah, so there's like, and if you happen to live out there, there's like a locals pass you can buy too, and just come each day to all the stuff, but yeah. then you can go sleep in your own bed at night. How hard was it, kind of figuring all of this out and like setting up the website and doing all this stuff, and like, what was yeah, that process like? Putting question. together a retreat. Um, I like so I mentioned that I had like a background in like working in like a corporate environment for a lot of years. Yeah, so it was kind of stuff, and also I like run my own blog, so it was stuff that I kind of 
already have a skill set around. So like Emily, who's the who's teaching the yoga and doing all of that fun stuff, like she's like, if you can handle all that stuff, I can be on the ground getting like the local stuff organized. So yeah. So like I kind of just like worked on all the back end, like setting up the the budgets and the, you know, the website and all this all the technical things and starting a little business. And this so you'll learn from this one and then you hope to do another one maybe in winter or next yeah. summer or spring or Yeah. So she and I are definitely going to do several probably maybe two a year. Like we're doing this one we're learning so much and just getting it going, which is also why we, why we wanted to keep it small yeah. so we could like really like have these this first group of women like be just like a part of like our little network and help us to like see what works best and all that good stuff. Um, so we'll do this one. And then she loves Bali also. So we're like, well, we should do one in Bali next oh year. God. Yeah. yeah. I'll be at that one. Yeah. Come to that one. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So we're like looking at doing probably a couple a year. Yeah. Did you meet Javier Bardem in uh, in Bali <laughs> or anybody who looked like him? Um, He wasn't there. He wasn't Gosh, there? He wasn't. But um, yeah, there's people that look like him all over the place. Really? Sure. Is this true? I mean, there's like people. Yeah. Should I just some... should I just pack it up and move to like Bali or Maybe. Italy or where were you the happiest on all your travels? Where do you feel like the happiest? <gasps> or is it Nashville? Um, I okay, I, I like Nashville a lot. It's a great place to call home base. It's not. Uh, See, again, now my Nashville friends are going to be like, really, jerk? Like, oh, what's your problem? No way. Um, Let her know, live. Let her speak. Like, yeah, yeah, it's not magical like uh, like Bali would be. So, ba- yeah, Bali's definitely one of my favorites. Um, I was just in Colombia for, like, I was in Colombia, but, like, not in any of the cities. I was I was in a national park in Colombia for a week, um, the first week of January. Um, that was pretty insanely awesome, too. Yeah. What I loved about that, I was in... Um, Tyrona National Park, which is a park that is kept, it's like managed by in, the indigenous tribe that's like been there forever. It's the, the Kogi people. Um, and that was amazing because it's like every single thing that I got to experience was truly, like I mentioned, like just having this like love of local people and like connecting to local culture, like everything was driven through keeping the park sacred and special and like following their traditions. And so that was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, so I want to go back and spend more time in Colombia because I was literally just in one place the whole time. Where else do you want to travel um, in your lifetime? Yeah. I mean, I want to go you all over the place. On. I'm going to Oaxaca, Mexico next week. Oh, I've and heard my about... first time in Oaxaca. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've heard good things about there. Yeah. I love <laughs> I love Mexico. Yeah. So I was in San Miguel um day and day last summer for two weeks and that was so special. It's so, just you again, just alone? No, on that trip Ben with my boyfriend was with me. Yeah. Um and he speaks Spanish, so he can get us around in Mexico. That is helpful, yeah. Yeah. So that was really great. We were there. I was I had a project for my blog in Mexico City. There was like a three-day, um, like a sponsored sort of thing for my blog. And then we went to San Miguel for two weeks. Yeah. So that was, I mean, whenever I can bring him on my travels, I mean, I would prefer it that way. But when I do, you know, if the solo option is what I have, I love doing that too. Is a solo option usually just because like that's all like, because people are paying you to go out there or because that's what you, yeah. you guys can afford is, and that's yeah. fine. Oh, yeah, that's just like, life. Yeah. That's just like life. he's and, got stuff going on, then... You know, like yeah. he couldn't take three weeks away from 
his projects to go with me to Bali. I was like, come with me to Bali. And he's like, I have to record. I have like people that I do projects with besides just you. So, But you're so independent and excited. It's like, it's a very inspiring way to be. Thank you. Yeah. He was like, you're go. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. I was like, I just want you to come. And he's like, I want you to just like go live your life. Oh God. (laughs) Oh God. But um, but the road trip sounds exciting. The 28 day road trip with the, it's very romantic. It was so, it was so good. Um, It was so awesome. If you were giving advice to like the little sister version of you or something like things that you wish you knew before or just like a reminder to like, uh, yeah, like little, a little version of you going, oh my God, like what else do I need to know? Like to feel confident and, and inspired to go off and do all the things that you're doing. Yeah. What advice would you give? No, it's, that's such a good question. And I often feel like when I'm like writing my blog, when I wrote this book, when I am like writing an Instagram caption, like anything I'm putting out there, I often feel like that's the person I'm speaking to. Yeah. Because I'm just like, I want all, like my, I feel like my personal mission is to inspire young women to like find their self, their self, I can't say that word, self, self-worth. Self-worth. I know I have taught, yeah. <laughs> their I've confidence. The yeah. Yeah. I want them to find their confidence mm-hmm. through the same things that I've found it through, which is this like experiential type of travel holistic practices, um, getting creative, even if you're not technically a creative for your job, like we all have creativity. So I feel like that's my personal mission. Um, so when I'm thinking about the advice that I would give to that little version of me or like the woman that might be reading my stuff, it's like really about like finding out who you are through doing the things that allow you to feel like you're in the best version of you. And like for me, I working for all those years in a corporate role, I mean, I got a lot of affirmation and reward from doing that. But I really, I remember stepping out of that, leaving that job and being like, who am I really? Like I had identified with that job so much because I'd started that job when I was... I'd started working for that company when I was 23 years old. Are we into Aveda, Aveda? Are we not into that? Yeah, no, I love that. Okay, I still good. love Making the brand. Sure. Okay, yeah, cool. I really do. And I love all the people that I worked with. Um, and I still... I do some consulting with them still. Like that's... When I left, I gave a year's notice. Like I was like, I need to go find out about me. Yeah. And I love you guys. But I've been here since I was 23 years old. Like I have to... I have to figure this out. And actually... One of the women that I worked with there, who was very much a mentor to me, she, I remember seeing her like six months after I left and she was like, well, you're just manifesting your dream life, aren't you? And I was like, am I? Is that what, are you seeing that? Because I feel like I am. Yeah. Like I feel like it's starting to show up for me, but I didn't know what needed to show up and she could see it. And I was like, okay, well, this is how. You could feel it, but she could see it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, now that means I'm like, going down the right path. Totally. So I think like, you know, to really answer that question, it's like explore whatever it is that's going to allow you to like have moments of like happiness about you being you, whatever that is. Like, you know, I, I, I'm studying all sorts of weird shit all the time. I'm like, okay, this week it's astrocartography. The next week it's human design. The next week it's like the manifestation systems. The next week it's like, I don't know, like some sort of crazy vegan whatever eating situation, then it's like yoga. And I, all of those things have like brought out a part of me that I get excited about. So I'm like, if I'm really excited about this and I feel like I'm connecting 
more into who I am, then I'm going to keep on that path. And travel has been one of those things for me. So I think that's the advice I would give is like explore, just explore, figure out what it is that gets you excited. Figure out what it is that gets you excited and then walk through any fear you may have about. And it doesn't mean you have to quit your corporate job. Like if you love your corporate job or if that corporate job makes you feel secure and that just means like... Just find the balance and make it work. Go Carve out the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like don't let yourself get so sucked into that that you don't give yourself... The opportunity. Yeah. 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 And if that's just like go to yoga at night and find out you love yoga or you don't love it, whatever. But you give... Yeah. You take the time to give it a chance. Yeah. And you make it all work so you can discover yourself. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, you know, when I started that job at 23, I definitely was not thinking about that. I was thinking about like how to get the next pay raise and how to like, and then it was like, okay, so what am I doing with all this time? Like I'm, I'm like putting in all this effort, like, you know, crazy, like 60, 70, 80 hour work weeks to have like some money in the bank, but like, what's the reality of to like buy a cute pair of shoes? Okay, cool. What yeah. is that doing for me? Where's the fulfillment? Like yeah. the life fulfillment? Of, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know this from meeting you and from like checking out your book and like, it makes me, I don't know, it makes me want to be braver or it, it, or it makes me want to like wake up and shake myself out of whatever sleepwalking I've been doing yeah. and just go, oh yeah. Like remember how you used to travel all the time and you used to do things on your own and like, you know, yeah, you know, don't just say you're afraid to do something and then just go, I'm not going to do it. But, uh, cause now I have you to get all the recommendations. I'll from. totally give you the, the driver, the info, all the stuff. And yeah. it just, uh, yeah, it's just so, so interesting how like, you know, and talking to so many different people on, on this podcast, it's such an inspiring thing for me because it, it reminds me that like, oh my God, there's so many different ways to live your life. Yeah. There's no one way to live your life. There's you can, so not one way. You can live in a yurt. You can live in the, at the top of a mountain. You can yeah. travel all the time, sublet your place, work, have a day job, but then also carve out the time for the, you know, the artistic stuff or just being a, all of it. So it's yeah. like, yeah. So if I feel that way, I know. Yeah. I mean, I'm if something's wearing you down way. and you feel just exhausted by it, look at why it is you keep doing that thing. Yeah, something needs to change. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was leaving that corporate job was scary. It was like, I was making a lot of money and I was like, okay, I'm going to bragging. Like, okay. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. But I was like, I'm yeah. going to like leave. Am I stupid? Like my parents were like, what's Are you happening? Sure you want to do this? Yeah. yeah. And I think today, if you were to ask my dad what I do for my job, he could not tell you. He has you. no idea. He's oh, like, funny. Classic like, dad. Yeah, yeah. Like text me. He's like, how's the retreat coming? Like, like what's happening? How is the, I read your blog post. Like he doesn't know. Oh, that's you know? nice though. He's trying. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. And, um, you know, mom? when I left that corporate job, he was like, okay, what job are you going to do next? I'm like, I'm not yeah. going to do a job. I'm going to figure out what I'm about and then make that a job. No, it is a brave thing to like jump off a cliff and not have the yeah. the safety net of like, I don't know, whether it's money from your family or a corporate job or a yeah. day job or nine to five that's soul sucking, but is secure and yeah. all this stuff. But uh, yeah, that's why I guess Lacey Phillips on her free native slash to be magnetic yes. website says like, you know save up your money so you have yeah. that fuck you fun so you yeah. can feel secure enough to jump off a cliff. And, yeah. And I mean, I had I had just about four months of that money. Like I was, Good. I had not been even smart enough to like been doing that for years of time. Like only in that last like year, I was like, oh shit, I'm really going to do this. 
I better like actually put some money in the yeah, bank. Oh God, <laughs> I better, yeah, God, like, yeah. Get serious instead of shopping and, like, stop having fancy dinners every night. Fancy like, dinners, eating out, going to Target, and being yeah. like, "How do I spend four hundred dollars at Target? How yeah. the hell did this happen?" It's. I mean, and now, like, I look back like four years ago when I was making that decision, and I'm like, "Oh God, like that's." But it changed the way that I've approached just day to day living because I was like, I. I don't know when the next dollar's coming in. So I'm going to have to, this is going to have to look really different. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, my parents were like, what the hell? My mom definitely doesn't know what I do for sh- Really? She I would think really doesn't get it. I would think uh, just, to, you know, gender stereotypes. I think she would understand more, but she doesn't. Uh, Maybe she's jealous that you're living your dream she and she's, be. what is she up to? Sorry, she, not to say that. That's horrible. No. She's not she, listening. She is. Oh God, she probably is. No. Yeah. We just, I don't know. Will we tell her? Um, oh God. No, I mean, I have like one of those like mom stories, like so many of us do. That's like my mom and I've had like way like up and down relationship. Like when I was a kid, my mom and I were like so incredibly tight and then... As I grew up, um, she went through a lot of a lot of the, a lot of shit. She like my parents got divorced. She took it really hard, and like she was a woman that had never smoked a cigarette in her life and was like super health conscious, and then like went the other way, like, way the other way. How exciting! Oh my god, it was so insane, and so that took us like on a ride. Yeah, like I think when a girl grows up, when when a daughter mm-hmm. becomes like old enough to be like a friend, yeah, or you know, th- hits the teen years, and it's like. It is bizarre between women. Yeah. Who knows? Like yeah. Family life dynamics. She has six sisters. Oh, wow. Well, no, wait. She has five sisters. She's one of six. Yeah. And um, I find that I'm an oldest child and I find that like I identify with like some of her, like I'm like some of her sisters, the ones that she doesn't get along with as oh, well. Oh, how funny. And I'm like, oh, I see what this is. It happened. Yeah. But, but it makes you more interesting. Yeah. You need a bit of a, you know, some not... Uh, the family stuff has to be a little bit fucked up to make it, you interesting. You know, that's why you're so be. cool. If, that's if, why if it isn't, you then never you're a boring dork. Yeah, right. that's why you're a wandering searcher. Totally, you know, living a really cool badass lifestyle with a musician boyfriend. Yeah, he's precious. And uh, so I'm so thankful to your mom and your dad for yeah, whatever like being weirdo, whatever they did. Yeah, my yeah. parents are. I bet they're way weirder than yours. It's not a competition, <laughs> but uh, I win. How dare you? <laughs> um, Okay. Well, people, you need to get this book because yeah. if, if I'm inspired just from this conversation and from the book, yeah, uh, get the book. you deserve a little bit of this inspiration too. Yeah. And it's a, it's also a beautiful coffee table book. You should read it. But then the great thing is you can put it on your coffee table. Whoever comes over, you can have rosé with your girlfriends. You, you can, can have coffee with a friend. Whoever yeah. it is you're hanging out with, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and just pick up the book and then open it to any page. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, what's this cute story? So it's like... Yeah, it's just yeah. a fun free-for-all in book, in book form. So where do people find Wonderful, The Modern Bohemian's Guide to Traveling in Style by Andy Eaton? So you. pretty much any place you could shop for a book. There's a lot of local shops that have it. Um, so look in your local bookstores first. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah that's tons, a sweet. Of, tons of local bookshops have it, um, no matter where you are. So if you're in LA or if you're like, you know, anywhere, there's lots of local bookshops that have it. Um, so check there. It's, um, that's a great place to find it, but then you can always get it on Amazon or Barnes and Nobles or, you know, all the big places too. Um, I think Urban Outfitters has it Ooh, Urban Outfitters. Ooh, I like that. That was like a huge, like when I got that email, I'm an Urban Outfitters. That's fun because I just remember being like, you know, younger and going there all the time. I'll still pop in there too to to buy like either whether it's like a book or like a Polaroid camera or like a a present and stuff like that. I always have like just the cutest, cutest things. Yeah. Well, there you go. What else do I need to tell everybody? We already told them where to find you on Instagram. We yeah. just say it again. All the website, all the stuff. Just yeah. So the Instagram is wee wee girl o u i like the French word wee. Then wee w e like 
you and me, girl. And then my blog is the same, weewegirl.com. Um, the retreat is Forage and Wander. And yeah, that's all the spots. It's all the places. Well, thank you for being on the Love Alexi podcast. Thanks for having me. I was so excited to come. Oh my God. And I, you don't have to bring me presents when you come onto the show, but uh, it's pretty nice when people do. And yeah. Andy, thank you for my cool presents. You're welcome. Bye.